0: Welcome to Picks with a Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friends give you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Seiz, and In this episode, Major League Baseball picks a lot on the prices that make for good bets using the predictive mathematical model I've built, affectionately known as Sideline, for games scheduled to be played on Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023 here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pixtheprofessor.com slash new for some explanations and community rules. Remember, if you're interested in projections of picks for every single game, sign up on Dub Club. That link is in the show description. Cost is under $1 per day. You'll get first five money lines, run lines, totals, numbers needed for A grades, all sorts of information if that's what you're looking for. Or if you're just looking for the A-plus play of the day, that's also where you'll find that. And, of course, exclusive access to our Discord chat. Remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion on this show projects a typical game. Is not trying to forecast it to a T? Is That would be a foolish and impossible goal. There are no right sides or wrong sides or other prices where any side should be played. Whether using my model, another model, or just assessing what the price should be before you see one is probably the better way to do it. This is the sort of thinking that is key to growing your bankroll instead of draining it. There are ups and downs, but... Balances out the long run, it's just hard to foresee before it happens. In other words, please understand that good and bad variance will occur. So, the long run profitability has been proven, I meaning every single day is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, cousin Jared, I talk about uh, you know, the good variance and the bad variance, and uh, you know, is it good variance when you back a team that's your favorite team and the guy throws? A no hitter is that, is that good variance i guess I don't, I don't
1: know yeah 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 i think i think that would qualify for for good variance and y- yeah i i everybody knows that i or if you've watched this show for any length of time you know that i'm not a homer uh, at all with with any of my teams but yeah it was a good day to be an astros fan yesterday for sure
0: it, it was my Justin Verlander jersey uh, for the Mets is now uh, vintage. It's retro now, I, yeah. I guess, after yeah. uh, this will be like one of the shortest stints. It'll be one of those things in 10 years. Uh, everyone will forget that he ever played with the Mets because it will be like, you know, just a, 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 you know, dust in the wind, I guess, or, or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> very interesting uh, day for a, an Astros fan, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh Yesterday, I feel like, I don't know if you're feeling this because Jared continued our string of bad luck. Thankfully, overall still profited despite some of the bad luck. Got a little bit of good luck at the end with the Giants coming through for us uh, mm-hmm. in, a, in a big way as the play of the day winner yesterday. But uh, lost another under in extra innings <laughs> um, yeah. yesterday. Uh, had the Marlins, of course lose that in the ninth inning Uh, had a couple of first fives that fell apart literally in the fifth inning. We were winning both in the middle (laughs) of the fifth inning and both of them pushed one, lost one. Uh, The fact that yesterday overall was still profitable, feels at least promising to me because it's like hey that weird bad luck ninth inning you know or first five fifth inning that stuff will balance out it's just yeah. sometimes you have these stretches where it doesn't we had one of these a couple of years ago that was terrible uh that was before the show day so many of you mm. probably not with us uh but cousin jared i know you remember that vividly uh, as well as i do that it, and then it just turned and then we had like september was like you know a ninety percent ROI or something just insanely stupid. I don't remember what that was, but whatever it was, it's yeah. like how big a fish was, right? It was it gets bigger over time, but yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's about we talk about balance is out. It's just uh, you know, yesterday being overall profitable despite some of the bad luck, I feel like is uh, is a good thing. I get fueled by you know the no hitter, which I can't. I feel like we can't talk yeah.
1: about. Yeah, and I, I'm glad when I'm actually glad when we have days like yesterday because the ones that you remember are the days where you're you're up big you and then everything comes crashing down in like the second half of the day or like every late game goes wrong. I mean, how many mm-hmm. times we've we been in that position, oh, especially like yeah. I think about like college football, like if we only like, yeah. you know, made plays on the day games in college football, yeah. we'd be doing great. And everything falls, yeah. falls apart in the evening. Yeah. Um So and it's that, not
0: even the late night games. It's just like the like 6 p.m. games, 7 p.m. games. Yeah. Like yeah. July. Like it makes no sense. Like it doesn't should yeah. be any different in how you handicap that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I actually kind of enjoy when we have a day like yesterday where things look out like look like the wheels are going to come off but then you you know end up turning it around the the second half of the day
0: yeah yeah exactly uh interesting note today no pitcher prop on these three games look through them and i didn't really find one i think is worth playing uh i will try to find a prop or two and give those out to the discord so people with me on the discord if i forget because i'm working on updates and different things like that just Ping me and, and remind me, but I'll get you a couple picture props for the Discord, but none of them on show. Uh, that's just the way it goes. Uh, you know, sometimes you can't find a profitable angle on any of them. And of the games we, we picked, there's nothing that I think is worth it right now. But I do think there are some good things to talk about in these three games. But of course, before we get to it, some quick reminders please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you'll miss any of the MLB, college basketball, college football, or come in this fall NFL content this channel, Jared, I had a weird dream last night that I'm just now remembering where I said mm-hmm. that sh- but I said coming this fall college football as if we aren't already as a college football is not your bread and butter. I, I don't know what to make
1: of that. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's getting here like more quickly than we would have anticipated. You actually dropped in the discord uh, or, or, you know, you, you mentioned what date that we would actually be yeah. recording a show. And I was like, uh, wow, that's like you know i come on here and i say like once a week i count down to college football but when i actually see the date that we're recording the first show it's like oh well, this is real um you know this is going to happen and it's sooner rather than later
0: i think that day actually was the second show i think the first show a week before that for week zero yeah i think i think we'll be recording our first show in like 18 days
1: can't wait to talk about nebraska
0: there we go. All right, we well, can see high-scale picks in the Google sheet that's got the season results, team uh, metrics, starting pitcher ratings, a bunch of goodies over there. That link's in the show description, but as always, the scaling with the picks. Take what you like and leave the rest. Got a bunch of day games for you. Not going to cover them today because, Jeremy joked the last couple of weeks for Wednesdays, the games yeah. that we picked has been like a nice like early <laughs> afternoon or late afternoon and a night game. Uh, today, all the afternoon games, if you're interested in that stuff. That's over on Dub Club. You can cost under a dollar per day if you want all the information, all the other games. All the information that we're giving out here, weather, ballpark adjustments, pitcher, everything, uh, over there on Dub Club. So that's where you'll go for the day games. We're going to cover the night games, three night games here. 6.40 p.m. Phillies and the Marlins. Again, we covered this one. Uh, Yesterday, Marlins just fell apart in the ninth inning. Getting some reinforcements with the bats, losing a couple, adding a couple. I think the net is an upgrade for the Marlins offensively. Uh, and that's going to help them out uh, a little. But it's not going to make their offense incredible, but it's going to at least keep them in the around average area, maybe a tiny bit above average at this point despite the ninth inning meltdown i still think that their relievers have a slight edge over the phillies starting pitching wise of course the phillies have a huge edge here with zach wheeler 374 era on the season underlying metrics suggest it should be even lower than that but of course here's the thing is the model's always had a crush here it seems like on braxton garrett thinks that he's much better than his 408 era wheeler's the better pitcher but i don't think the mismatch is quite as large as you would think when you look at the names uh it's about a one center deviation difference uh this seems like a pretty 50 50 contest here uh somewhere in that ballpark we're getting pretty good odds here on the marlins it's all about the price plus 114 lock this in qualified as a b grade right now you're kind of eyeing you know this would be a b grade uh B plus grade, A minus grade, somewhere right in that ballpark. We're talking about mid uh, to low plus one teens gets you to that A grade and again. We're flirting right there with it again, locked in. The last night as a B, but it's it you know that's just kind of an arbitrary threshold. Whether it's you know one sit here or there can really make that difference. A strong pick on the Marlins though, in a game that's pretty close to a toss up. Model says slight lean to the Marlins uh very so slight though that probably rounding error. it's really just all about plus odds and a coin toss game cousin jared
1: tell us more zach wheeler getting a grade all the way down to a what, what am i looking at here like a 68 is is zach wheeler according to the model or sideline like one of the the best like top two or three pitchers in baseball right now i mean the, the list of pitchers in the 60s is very low
0: Uh, He would actually be right now tied with Kevin Gaussman for third. Uh, Hmm. Of course, number one, Jacob deGrom, who I don't know if we're ever going to see him again. It it won't be this year, might not be next year, at least until the end of the year. So, uh, yeah, right now, active pitchers. is Spencer Strider gets a 65. Uh, Wheeler mm-hmm. and Galsman both get 68.3s. Fun with round, uh, you know, rounding there. Uh is the only other pitcher that is a sub-70. After last night's performance uh, from Bervaldez is, uh, you know, right in that 70 mark as well so yeah uh the model loves some zach wheeler that's for sure
1: yeah yeah and so you know I, i i hate i hate fading zach wheeler but i think it's the appropriate thing to do here because raxton garrett had a couple really good this season had a couple of rocky starts i was a little bit hesitant but backed backed him last week against the tigers in a tough travel spot for the tigers um garrett looked great that game so i I think he's kind of um back on 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 point there and gonna pitch well today so i like the the marlins as well i think getting plus odds with braxton garrett on the mound is big i agree with you he he hasn't seemed sideline seems to be giving him a lot of respect but the the sports books i don't think are, are giving him quite as much respect as sideline is because i feel like To your point, Uh, we've backed Braxton Garrett a lot, and it's worked out for the most Mm -hmm. part. And again, I I think he's pretty good And had a rough couple of starts uh, at the beginning of July, but he's definitely uh, pitched better since then.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, it's an interesting thing to talk about when you fade a pitcher like Zach Wheeler, if you're not backing and fading. Good team. We talk about this all the time with the A's, right? And of course, we fade mm-hmm. the A's a lot this year because they yeah. were actually worse than we thought. But we've backed them as well. We were talking about this before show. We were very profitable fading the A's and very profitable when we back the A's, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. back and fade bad teams. You got to back and fade good teams and good pitchers. It, it's fun when you have a team that you can just do nothing but fade. Uh, yeah. You know we're back, right? You know we always talk about the Mariners, and the Guardians of last year, right? The uh, White Sox fading a little bit this year. You know we've done a lot of that, but yeah. uh, otherwise, you know you really should, for the most part, be kind of I don't want to say zigging and zagging on purpose, but if you're not doing a little bit of both, then something's wrong with the way that you process. If you're only backing good pitchers, you're probably not going to be profitable long run, right? You should mm-hmm. be doing a process that does a mix of that. You know we backed Spencer Strider last night, we backed Kevin Gausman, we backed Framber Valdez. So we're going to back some good pitchers. We're also going to fade some good pictures based off of the price it's all about the price and the value and that's really uh the point we've been trying to drive home ever since I started the show is there's the price is where you should be looking at making your investments
1: yeah yeah and I mean I know for a fact we've faded strider a couple of times we've taken overs in games that strider is is starting because there's a lot of other variables variables besides just starting pictures but yeah well yeah well said, said professor
0: yeah absolutely and uh so again it's not that I like, you know, and I, I roster Wheeler in fantasy, so it's 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 not like I have anything against the guy. I do like the guy. I think he's great, but I think it just goes to show that uh, the model loves Zach Wheeler, says he's right now tied for the second best active pitcher in baseball, and yet says that the price is too high. So I think that says a lot right there. That's that it's not it's not like the models. Uh, doesn't realize Zach Wheeler's good. The model's like, no, no, I, I know. Gotcha. I hear you loud and clear. Love me some Zach Wheeler too, mm-hmm. but the price isn't very advantageous. The Phillies have also been a fairly, uh, you know, disappointing team all season. The Marlins have been a team that have been on average, you know, uh, a little bit profitable to back because they haven't been a sexy name either. So you're kind of also playing into a little bit of exactly what we're going to talk about in the next game where, uh, you know, when you, ha- when you have teams that uh, you know, are, are, are over or undervalued in the long run, that kind of plays out. That's kind of, it you know, doesn't guarantee the Marlins win. It just says that yeah. this is a good price to invest in which does take us to our next game perfect segue Orioles at the Blue Jays uh we covered this game the uh, you know Jake and I did on Monday and got the win we joked about it yesterday and that game was three to three in the fifth and then the Orioles were like bye um (laughs) we're gonna destroy you you know so we you know we joked about Should you be playing the Orioles like blindly every day? And I don't know. The answer just might be yes. That's (laughs) my short answer. Yes, you should. They're good. They're undervalued. I don't know. I feel like we keep saying the same thing about this Orioles team. Uh, The Blue Jays have constantly been a team that's been overvalued. Uh, Not that they've been a bad team. It's just that the price has been tough. It's been hard to profit on these last couple of years. Uh, A good team. Just the price has not been there. They're almost being treated a little bit like the Yankees. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they are fun to watch, of course, but uh, you know, it's, it's it's tough to play at the level that they have been valued. at. it'll be a really nice night in Toronto. We're looking at uh, low seventies, should be open roof, uh, which is going to pl- make the you know ballpark play pre-neutral. Grayson Rodriguez, I mean, just a fascinating story for him. I think we've seen all extremes of bad takes on Grayson Rodriguez this season, which mm-hmm. is a mm-hmm. He's a great prospect. He's going to come up and dominate. It's not easy for rookies to come up and dominate. So I feel like everyone should tap the brakes there. And we were fading him early because of that. And then he goes down, comes back up, and now he's pitched well in a couple of times. And everyone's like, oh, here he goes. He's going to dominate. It's like, yeah. you know, or I'm sorry, everybody was fading him at first when he came back. He's nothing. And it's like, no, he's going to be better than that. Now it's we're going the other direction. We're all over yeah. the place with the hot takes on this kid. And I feel like the truth is, as we're always saying, somewhere in between. He was never as bad as an early start, but prospects sometimes struggle. Like, everyone just chill. It's like the most lukewarm take um, (laughs) possible. But uh, underlying metrics for him, Model still likes. Model still thinks he's an above-average pitcher, Kikuchi. For the blue jays on the slight other side of that slight edge the orioles of the starting pitcher but it's not by much it's probably rounding error on any given day these two pitchers could flip-flop as to who has the better outing i think both are solid that orioles bullpen of course pretty incredible offensively slight edge to the blue jays this is another coin toss game so very similar to that last one we're gonna be in the orioles here plus 110 b grade pick here uh threshold for the a grade probably close to about a dime higher but the orals have been so good to us so i don't see any reason not to back them total we're also going to play the over eight and a half model projects nine uh cousin jerry you got a lot to talk about on this one
1: yeah yeah i do have a lot to talk about and you know you viewer and and listener rarely do i have more information than, than what you have but when i saw this game something kind of rung, rung a bell with me and so professor i want to pose a question to you it feels like we've done well backing the Orioles this year. It feels like we've done well fading the Blue Jays. Could you put, you know, back that up, or am I off base in saying that?
0: No, you'd be spot on uh, if if you just look at the A grade picks and the picks that we've covered on show that we've that we've liked here. Uh, Orioles backing them, uh, twenty seven and fourteen, with a twenty nine percent ROI. Fading the Blue Jays, eighteen and eight uh, 43% ROI. So, uh, absolutely. Uh, when we've had ADA, we've had edges to take advantage of with these two teams, it's been pretty profitable.
1: Yeah. So I'm definitely going to be on the Orioles in this game. I think the, the Orioles, so last year, I think it was the Mariners, obviously. Um, yeah. and, and not, not, not so much like we just did everything well, or sideline did everything well with the Mariners last year. Yeah. Um, the Orioles haven't done, or sideline hasn't done very well fading the, the Orioles this year, but, um, this just feels like the the 2023 version of there's a team there's always like one team that's better than the sum of its parts like if you look at all the parts individually they don't seem to add up to a good team but clearly at this point the Orioles are a a good team so anyway the fact that we sideline has just done wonderful with, with backing the Orioles done a wonderful fighting the Jays and the fact that I think there's just something about the Orioles where all of the individual pieces don't look outstanding but when you put them together they just play really really well um, for some reason so I love the Orioles here and you know that saying something when I choose a side over a total because I, I am cousin totals here and love yep. a good total but i think that uh the, the sample size that we have and the history that we have this year with backing the orioles and fading the jays just makes this even though it's a be great um i think you just can't pass up uh the orioles at something like plus 110
0: yeah so uh again just gotta confirm their official pick is the over eight and a half we are making both of them though cousin jared you're telling us you like the side more than the total on yeah. this one. yep yep uh, yeah, and, and again, the oros have been so good to us. I think maybe a little bit of what you're mentioning there. A couple of things. First off, uh, it's also possible that the parts are just undervalued, right? That there's just a lot of younger guys and a lot of names that aren't quite sexy, and that there is more there than what we're all kind of initially seeing. So it could be a little bit of that. The other thing could be, and if you've been with us, you know, all season, I have mentioned this probably 10 or 15 times. So I might be preaching sure to the choir here a little bit. But the reason I keep saying it, we have new people coming in all the time, and also it's just a good thing to keep an eye out for that next one, right? We talked about Buster Posey, the impact he made for the Giants. Uh, Adley Rutschman has been that for the Orioles. And sometimes yeah. when you get a good catcher, you've seen it a little bit with the Rangers this year too. Uh, you, you know, with, with theirs, when you get a good catcher who can who can hit, who can uh, play good defense. Uh, Patrick Bailey now for the Giants this year, right? It can really make a huge difference. And that's something that the model uh, has done here this year is up the weight of, of the importance of a, of a good catcher, uh, both defensively and offensively when you get... Like the total package, like you've got with Adley Rutschman, uh, that matters a little bit more than I think people realize, and so that's a little bit part of it too of why there's that, you know, some of the whole uh, greater than some of the parts type thing. Uh, a lot of it fueled potentially by the catcher. Uh, so again, I talk a lot about that, and, and I think it's important just to kind of keep an eye for the next one that happens because there's going to be another one. And uh, if you back the Giants a couple of years ago and Posey came back, for the most part, again the Giants got the win for us last year. They last night they kind of had a little funk here in the, you know last couple of weeks but the giants have still been um for the most part a pretty uh profitable team to back here these last couple of months once they got patrick bailey uh and the lineup so when you when you can spot that opportunity you know of course the Orioles again ever since rushman came up you know it can be just a good time to just mostly be on that team very rarely fade them uh that sort of thing that's that's the case here with the Orioles, we're going to move to the night games here. The night game here, the late game, uh, Oakland at LA got a double winner on this one. Got the over nine and the money line last night, if you're with us on Dub Club. So that was a lot of fun. Dodgers coming through with some late runs. Dodgers doing exactly what we always talk about, which is put up a bunch of zeros and then boom, big crooked number, because that's what they yeah. can do. Um, yeah. They just do it over and over again. This offense is just incredibly good. A's offense, not terrible. The relievers are. Pitching wise, I think this is a pretty even match up with the pitchers you have a guy in gonsolin who might give you a little bit more length uh than harris of course harris might be having an opener in front of him so be thinking about that with your books if your totals are action or starter dependent you know you never know what that's going to happen so just something to keep an eye on there a lot of times with totals you don't get the choice it's just whatever the house rules are so just keep an eye on that if you're betting totals here and the a's use an opener we don't know if they will or not in front of hogan harris um with sides a lot of places you can choose uh what you're doing but i think it's a pretty even starting pitching matchup both of these guys have uh x fips in the low fives uh Actual FIPs in the upper fours, ERAs are a little bit misleading. Harris is about two runs higher than Gonsolin, but I don't think that means much. is just trending down, 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 which is what we've been saying for the last year and a half uh, with him. The benefit for the Dodgers, of course, is their offense is incredible, uh, and their relievers are, you know, solid. Again, we talk about a little bit overworked, but there's just a lot of talent there, at least in the relief with regards to the side it would be kind of a b minus c plus pick right now on the money line or the run line on the dodgers a lot of people probably not going to be investing in the money line at a price like minus 285 but the model does say the dodgers win this 75 percent of the time uh yesterday we set uh, at least a temporary record for sideline and then it gives the dodgers an 85 percent chance to win which is hilariously high i didn't know the model could go that high. I literally like I, just, yeah. I honestly didn't know. At some point, yeah. it feels like there's a stopping point. I, I thought we – yeah. maybe we hit it with 85. Though, to be, to be determined, when I run Thursday's numbers, I really think it might actually
1: be a little bit higher than yeah. that. Maybe 90% is the cap. I don't know. But the, the, the one game in 2021 where was it the Royals playing in Toronto and had, like, all of their team not playing –
0: I'd have to look back at that one. Yeah, I don't know if it got to. I don't think it got that high though. I, I, I think that was in the '70s, maybe low '80s. I, I'm I i did not think it got to mid '80s, but that, that is true. true. That, that was is... that was the one where, where yeah, they had the COVID
1: restrictions in Canada yes.
0: and they couldn't come in. And, yeah,
1: and and that now that you mention it, that makes sense because you backed the Royals in that game. Yeah. And so that that does make sense that it wouldn't have got to eighty five. So okay, yeah. Yeah, and we we took some absurd price in that one too. It was like it was like plus three twenty or or plus three thirty. It it was above plus three hundred. I remember that. Yeah,
0: and I think they I think they won like two of those games or at least one of them or something. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It was that game. Anyway,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, So tough. Tough to lay this big of a price with the Dodgers again right now. B minus C plus pick, not an advantage. Also, we had an A grade on the Dodgers run line. It was a really great edge uh, with the starting pitching mismatch. I don't think there's a big starting pitching mismatch here. We've been down on Gonsolin, uh, For the last two years now. This year's looking a lot better uh, with that prediction than it did last year. All that good luck's kind of finally turning around. But the total in this one model projects 10.1. We're going to start off, even though it's a night game in LA, we're going to start off in the upper 70s, still close around 70 degrees, a little bit warmer than average. Not necessarily, not that it's not, you know, this is common for August, but we get a lot of gate. Uh, games in LA where you don't see quite this warmth. Wind blowing out typically does that. It's built into the park factor. Um, so, slight bump to the bats here with this weather. Not a big one, just a very slight one. Biggest thing is that the ACE offense isn't terrible. Gonson's not a very good pitcher. A's have a lot of questionable pitching, and the Dodgers' offense could score off of, you know, the incarnation of uh, of Cy Young, it feels like. Uh, we're going to be on the over nine here. It is juiced a little bit at minus one twenty. Do love the push protection here, uh, cousin Jared. Uh, cousin totals, uh, tell us yeah. uh, tell us more.
1: Well, first of all, I'll, I'll look at the side, and uh, I'm, I'm so I'm not going to play a. a, a you know, money line round, like minus 280. Uh, just, I, I don't feel comfortable. That's, that's too much for me. Even like, I'm definitely biased towards the the money line and not laying the runs, but that that's too much for me. And, you know, a, as you can see in, in the, in the sheet for double club subscribers, uh, you know, you know, lay one run, you can get minus 231. Personally, that's still a little bit too much for me as well. I think I would find a place where I could lay a run and a half and maybe get that into somewhere around like minus 145, minus 150, minus 155, something like that. If I had to play a side, I think that's the direction I would go. I would want to lay the run and a half. Um, but yeah, to, to your point, I, I like the over nine here. This is just everything that i feel like we've talked about with the dodgers and gonsolin for the past year now the dodgers offense is is great at some point they're going to put up a crooked number in this game and gonsolin it's it's the ace so you don't want to say that he couldn't have a really nice outing here but i feel like he gives up a, a couple of runs and then the dodgers score a lot and then the dodgers have their crappy relievers or whatever crappy relievers they may have on the roster at this point just to mop up the game and the A's get some some more runs late and kind of put this one over. So, uh, yeah, the, the side, yeah, you want to be on the Dodgers. I just don't, I think the number is a little bit too steep for me to see a lot of value here, but love the, the over nine with Gonson on the mound against, uh, the not good, um, A's, but good enough to score runs off constantly. Yeah,
0: exactly. Last night, of course, uh, model like the Dodgers a little bit more. So it'll sometimes make a big play on the, on the favorite. And that's what I had last night. This one just thinks it's up a little bit priced uh, too high. Uh, we often talk about money line, the minus one, the run line, uh, you know, and, and I just kind of want to reiterate A lot of that's personal preference. I, I think, and I am going to reiterate, right. I don't think you should ever not play certain things out of principle. If you decide what's comfortable, it's personal preference, right? When we talk about what you should play, uh, you know, I'm kind of talking about you know, people who are doing this with you know more money than than you know, cousin Jared, you and I've ever seen, right? Um, they would be perfectly comfortable playing a minus two eighty five. Now, again, you have to figure out how to scale it, and that's obviously the big thing. You don't want to just put you know half your bankroll and something like that because that would that be foolish. And no one doing this with large sums of money and knows what they're doing. Would ever do that? But that doesn't mean they wouldn't play it. But they might also look to split their wager around between other markets like a run line, a first five, a team total, something like that too. You're always just looking for the right A and it doesn't really matter what the price is, but then each person does have to decide what you're comfortable with. Because, Jared, I know we've talked about that a lot, that you you don't really care for the big minus odds, and that's fine. That's a personal preference. I would not tell anyone not to do that, but if that's what you decide, that's fine, right? And if you want to look to those other markets, I do provide what the grades are for those other uh, markets just so you can see. Sometimes there is a little bit more of an edge in one than the other. Usually it's a difference of about 1% or 2%. though. Usually it's very rare that I see one as an A grade and one as a C grade. Sometimes Times that happens but that's like a one out of 20 situation. so a lot of times it is just personal preference uh my my caution to, to you viewer on this game uh just don't put dodgers minus 300 into five parlays and don't put that into like seven like parlays right because yeah. the 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 reward that you're getting is not that good right i would still be on the dodgers uh I think it's worth a small investment, but small investment doesn't mean put it in every money line parlay that you do. Uh, if that's the type of player you are, because uh, weird things happen in baseball. Gonsolin might get rocked. It wouldn't shock me. say his offense, again, not terrible. They put up three against Lance Lynn last night, who I think at least Lance Lynn has a more upside potential to turn things around than Gonsolin does. Yeah. And so if they put up three against Lynn, they might put up five against Constance. They might not. You never know, right? Uh, Baseball can be weird, but, um, you know, you're not getting a great reward for that risk. So, again, I'd put a little bit on the Dodgers, whether it's run line, money line, something like that. Again, we're talking low B, high C grade right now. But, again, the smartest pick of this one, I think, is the over nine. We got to it last night. Uh, And there's just a lot of ways we can get to this over with regards to Do the Dodgers throw some of their weaker relievers? All of the relievers, it seems like, on the A's are weak, especially now that they've traded a couple of their other uh, guys who had a little bit more potential. Uh, Harris and each struggle. It's just a lot of ways. There's a lot of innings runs can happen uh, across the full game here. Uh, And that's our picks for the day. Because, Jared, parting words for the year? No. All right. All right. Well, uh, it's (laughs) August, so – uh again i think we are 18 days from recording our first show that'd be 19 days from when it is released um for college football. So college football is coming. NFL will be coming, uh, two weeks after that. Uh, I'll we'll be doing the NFL shows with Jake, because uh, Jared, you and I will be doing the college football shows. So we've got, uh, you know, a lot of good things happening. Uh, mm-hmm. gonna have some promotional stuff here for signing up on dub club to start off here, finish up baseball season. If you're not with us yet, you can get a good deal to sign up to get you started over there. Uh, so we be. be checking out twitter for details on that uh otherwise though that's all we have for you today thanks for tuning into this episode of picture the professor don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure the sports betting content provided on this channel shop right into your feed be back again tomorrow with more baseball betting content but until then as always best of luck and remember you need your betting money but please don't bet your eating money